Shows taught me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I'm doing really good, especially because I only had to pay $9.99 to hang out with you today. And I feel like that's a really good bargain. I really should start increasing my prices, I think. Ah, Jess, you know I'm not good at a budget. Yeah. Can you imagine if we went on a two-month car trip, road trip across the 50 states, drove to Hawaii? How do you think that would go? Do you think that would be... Um, I mean, not the drive to Hawaii. (laughs) Like, how do you think, like, the two-month car drive would go? I think it would be fine. I think it would work. At what point do you think we'll be annoyed at each other? Mm, A few weeks in, I would say. You think so? I think it would take a few weeks. Who's, like, taking the first shot? Mm, tough call. You're more passive aggressive and I'm more aggressive aggressive. Mm-hmm. So I think you would get annoyed with me first. Mm. That's my prediction. Really? Yeah. Maybe it would just be like, okay, like I'm ready to retreat to my quarters now. Which is fine. Like everybody needs some me time, you know? Like, yeah. I think that would make sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're here talking Boy Meets World. Season three, episode 22, season finale. The finale. We have completed, nearly completed another season of Boy Meets World. Wild. Always, always unbelievable. I know. I mean, I obviously we're going through them quicker now that we're doubling up on a lot of episodes, but it still is shocking to me how quickly we're, we're moving through this series. Like, I feel like, I mean, we talked about the fact that they skipped through some time and now we're finding out like Eric's three years older than Corey, even though I feel like he used to be five years older. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm like having so many like rabbit hole conspiracies about like the time jump again, because like now I read today that like this means that like Topanga and Corey were broken up for for three years and I'm, just like, I'm like what in the world is happening like I really do wish that somebody within the boy meets world lexicon was um Gave us like said, a timeline or something yeah like this is what happened like or at least admit like a major mistake yeah oh yeah it doesn't make any sense how any of this works but um no no it doesn't and then at one point one point they said 
like Morgan was saying that she was 10 and in this episode she's eight. Like it's, I don't, it's all over the place. And this I is typical know anything like family sitcom where they just don't care about like concurrency no. at all. Um, no. Yum. And it's fine because it's just a sitcom, but it's like, it's confusing when we're talking about like, okay, so next year they're 15. Mm-hmm. So that means next year they're definitely going to 11th grade. But then how, is Eric becoming is graduating high school like what none of this Whatever. makes sense yeah. um, and the bed switch ugh. the we'll bed switch know. is a whole we'll other thing know. yeah I know but here I we know. are um we're recording we are. on a Sunday this week instead of a Monday Sunday yeah because tomorrow's the Labor Day in America mm-hmm. and in, we have to it Labor Day is like If you don't know, you're not supposed to do any sort of labor on Labor Day, Mm. which is kind of like when you feel like, oh, Labor Day, like today I'm going to work really hard. It should be Labor Labor Free Day. Yes. So because of that, we are following Labor Day and we're taking the day off from podcasting. Mm Mm-hmm. So no no labor tomorrow. No labor for, tomorrow. For us. No, we might nope. go mini golfing. Um I I'm not going mini golfing. No, not not you. Not me me and yeah. me and my husband might go um my husband and I might go mini golfing tomorrow. We'll see how the weather is. It looks like it's supposed to be nice enough and we haven't really gone all summer, so that's the plan for our mm-hmm. labor-free Labor Day. <laughs> yeah, what ball color? Are you going to try to get? I usually always get purple if it's available. Well, if there's no purple. If there's no purple, I usually go for a blue or like a teal. Mm-hmm. Teal's like my secondary color. Teal's pretty. If I can yep. get it. And if third would be red. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Will usually I feel like Will usually is a, like a blue guy if he can get yeah. it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm usually the winner at mini golf. So we'll just have to wow. see. Wow. Only, Skills. I know. He beat me last time. But in my defense, I was sick. So, you know. He can only beat me when I'm, yep. you know, when I'm yep. down and out. So yeah. So you would say that illness is your handicap, exactly. And this time I'm strong. I'm no, I'm not sick. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm gonna kick his ass. <laughs> so, All right, you go, girl. You heard it here first. Um, we'll see. But yeah. And then what are your not plans putting... for the for the labor free Labor Day? <sighs> I'm not positive. I was supposed to go to the pool, but uh, we had a really crazy like. Hurricane Ida, yeah. like everybody in the South that experienced that, I'm really sorry. But if you don't know, it also traveled to um, New York City and New Jersey. So um, there was like crazy stuff that was happening in my town. Thankfully, I'm elevated, so I wasn't affected by it. My brother and sister-in-law, actually, they they their basement got flooded oh, and no. they're really struggling actually right now. But um Long story short, the pool got swamped out, Ugh. so no more swimming. Yeah, unless we want to swim in a swamp, which I don't think is advisable. No, not really your no. ideal thing so, to do. So I'm not quite positive what we're up to yet. I hopefully will still get to hang out, see my friends, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just gotta Who see. Knows? Yeah, stupid hurricanes. We're done with you. It's we're over. It's too many. I think it's still hurricane season Ugh. for the rest of September. So. Of course it is. But yeah, if anybody was affected by Hurricane Ida, I you know my heart goes out to you. I hope that you're okay and you know your family is safe. And I am sorry. Yeah, rain hurricanes are not fun. No, water is no yeah. joke. People think water is nope. like cute and fun. No, that shit can destroy no. shit. So yeah. Um, but shall we get into the episode of Boy Meets World? 
We are uh, yeah. talking brother, brother is the name of brother, this brother. One. Yeah. Um. So we start out at school. Eric's cleaning out his locker. Um. And we see Turner and Eli returning like confiscated items to him. A pair of giant underpants. Um. Mm-hmm. I want to know like what his plan was with these. Like, <laughs> is he gonna wear them? Uh, just to get a laugh? Just to have just them? to get a laugh. Yep. Uh. And Puppet Feeny. Which, if he made Puppet Feeny, I'm very impressed. Eric is a great puppeteer. I mean, we saw that last week with Puppet Corey or yes. like Demi Corey. He has a skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that this is a unrealized talent of Eric's. He should totally be the next Jim Hansen and become a puppeteer. Absolutely. These are high quality puppets. I mean, yeah. his, uh, his impressions of Feeney are good, too. Detention, Mr. Matthews. <laughs> yeah so that good. i that would strike fear in me Spot instantly on. yeah instantly it wasn't um locker clean out day like always the best because i don't know why it just like symbolizes the last day of mm-hmm. school and like you know they had it here they had like trash cans in the oh yeah the hallway. that was how ours went too mine was never yeah. that bad i never kept too many like things floating around in my locker it was pretty organized but how about you did you always end up like filling up the garbage can with crap <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I've told you senior year of high school, I didn't even know my locker combination because oh I just like there was this thing because we had like the top box where you kept the books. We talked about this. before. Yeah. But there's a way that you can hit it and pop it open. Like, oh, you didn't bonds. even need your. So I didn't even need my locker. But yeah, like every other year, like there was always like random stuff in the locker that never got cleaned out. It's always like a uh, a mess, but I, I don't know. It just like feels good where it feels like yeah. locker clean out day just feels so good. I actually had like another dream, like, you know, the dream where um, you're in school mm-hmm. and you didn't go to a class oh, like no. all semester. And then you have a test. And then you have to, like, try to drop the class. It's like, why do I still have this dream after all these years? I had a dream the other night that I had to go back to working the job that I had in, like, high school and college, working in a rest area, like, sub shop. And everything was different. Everybody was different. I was, like, trying to cut bread. But, like, all the loaves were, like, weird sizes. (laughs) It's really, really awful. I was like, I woke up and I was like, oh, like, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to go back to that job. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not good. Um, Yes. So Feeney sees him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He got, he got, you know, caught real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Feeney sees him and, you know, Eric's like, oh, you're going to miss me, Mr. Feeney. Um, and you know, we get a, we get an update on what's going on with Eric's college situation. So he's gotten like rejection letters from all of the colleges. He has been put on the wait list, um, for one mm-hmm. college. Um, well, yeah, for Penn State, which he already got rejected to in a kiss is more than a kiss, which is, uh, yeah, episode 14. So I like what he like reapplied well, didn't and he got he get, rejected again. No, I thought he was put on the, I thought he was put on the wait list for North Southwestern or whatever. No, yeah, no, I'm saying Penn State. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm pretty he sure. He got turned down from Penn State, but he already got turned down yes. from Penn State earlier. Boston University and then yeah North Southwestern San Diego State is what he's waiting for Um, or better known as NSWSDSU it's ridiculous 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's still waiting on that one. And we find out that he's going on like a two month road trip across country. Basically, he wants to hit all 50 states. Obviously can't hit Hawaii. Um, and he's talking to Feeney about that. Uh, and then we're over to Topanga and Corey. Uh, they're back together. Kiss. Back together. Kiss. It's disgusting. <laughs> they're they're just like really, really happy. Oh, and Corey's can't. feeling like secure in the relationship. And he, you know, he's coming to terms that she's leaving for the summer. Um, she is going to camp. Um, 15 and all girls camp old for camp. Like, is she a counselor yes. at this point? I don't know. Um, I mean, there are teen camps, but yeah, 15 seems a little bit old like for 13 camp. Would be like kind of where you'd stop going. There's but. definitely teen camps. There's definitely teen camps, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like, what kind of person are you to like be like, yeah, mom, like I'm going to leave and go to camp all summer. I mean, I just imagine she's a counselor at this point because it is an all girls no. camp. Yeah, um, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure like, I don't know. She's going to camp camp. And like you, you do like funner things. Like there's like more like field trips. Like a lot of them are like, I know a couple of like teen camps, like pre COVID you would like go on a plane to some places. Oh, wow. Like there's like, you know, there's actual things to do. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, I would not sign up for an all girls camp if I was a 15 year old signing up for a teen camp. No, it seems pretty boring. Um, Corey yeah, wants to I, go with I want to go to make. Yeah, I want to go to make out camp. Yeah, exactly. That's like the whole point is you go to camp and you're like, oh, my God, I want to go to camp boyfriend. Um, yeah. But Topanga's taken by Corey and Corey like is like, are you sure it's all girls? Like, I want to go with you. It's very obvious that he has like no plans for the summer and he's mm-hmm. just back together with Topanga. So obviously he doesn't want to be apart from her. That tracks. Um, so Corey sits on a bench. He's like very sad. And we <laughs> the Feeny puppet. What's the matter, Mr. Matthews? <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, maybe some history homework will cheer you up. Yeah. Um, Eric only has one week left um, before he's taking off on this road trip. And Eric says, oh, you know, I have one week uh, left here. Let's make it a great one like old times. And Corey, this is like, this is different for Corey. I feel like usually he would like that let that stuff slide. But instead, I feel like yeah. he's kind of in like, you know, he's not happy. We got ourselves a rotten apple he this episode. He is spicy, this version of Corey. Ro- yeah, Corey is not having it. He, like, is over Eric's shit. Mm-hmm. He's taking it for 15 years. He's like a fifth year... Harry Potter, isn't, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's very, um, very moody. Yeah, very moody. Um, yeah. So yeah, so, he says, uh, "What old times?" Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Ooh, sick burn. Mm-hmm. So we. This is the setup of what this episode will become. It is Corey dealing with the fact that he has a brother that's only three years older than him, but he never got to. Be friends with him, connect with him, because as the older sibling, you're off doing your own things. And a lot of the times you don't want to hang out with your little brother. Right. Um, and we're, we're, we're seeing the, uh, you know, and how Eric treated him and, you know, all this stuff. We're seeing the the fallout mm-hmm. of all of this. 
Yeah, it's so, been three seasons in the making, and you know, for yeah. Corey, a lifetime. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this is. I a, think this is a, a very realistic storyline. Oh, one. This I gotta say, like spoiler alert, one of the most for me relatable episodes of Boy Meets World I've watched. Um, and it's it's rare that we do get to see an Eric and Corey storyline. So I feel like this tracks right, like this. Everything we've seen between Eric and Corey and their relationship makes so much sense that this would be the fallout. This would be the climax of that relationship. So I kind of like that because I like that we've had through this season and we'll talk about it in our next podcast when we do the season three in review. But like these different pairings and the different focuses of the episodes in season three. And I like that this one focuses in on the brother, you know, relationship. Um, so we're back at the we're at the park, which we've never seen before i don't believe um we haven't seen it before but this is not the last time we'll see a park this park i think mm -hmm. um so we see Corey and sean playing basketball wow they play sports (laughs) yeah look at this they've been sports fans the whole time they're trying to trick us and i'm just like "Mm -mm, no no no. yeah (sighs) yeah Yep. So Corey's like, you know what? It's okay that Topanga is going off to camp because that means that you and I can spend our summer together. It's like the boys' summer. We'll have so much fun. And then Sean's like, I'm traveling with my dad for the next two months. Yeah. I mean, good for Sean because he's been without his dad for so long. And so then to take like a father-son road trip seems like it would be mm-hmm. really fun um, to kind of yeah. get that one-on-one time back. Um, but of course, Corey's upset because he didn't realize that when Sean said he was going to be home, he meant, you know, that his mobile home is always wherever he is. That's the beauty <laughs> of a mobile home. You are always home. Um, and so Corey's upset. And I like the uh, the amount of times he gets fed bread by the pigeon lady. Who is this lady? And why is he like hand? Why is she hand feeding him? Bread. And what's probably stale bread. Like, you usually don't give good bread to birds, you know? And you're also not yeah. supposed to feed bread to birds anymore, by the way. Like, I'm pretty sure it's bad for them. Oh. Yeah. You're better off feeding, like, seeds or, you know. Uh, what about, like, uh, everything bagel? Is that good? Because <laughs> there's seeds on it. <laughs> I don't think don't so. Don't do that. No. No. Um, so he's, like, obviously upset by this, um, and we see back at the Matthews residence, he's, like, you know, he's losing it a little bit. He says he's going to spend his summer in Atlanta selling Olympic flags. Uh, so what year is this? Is this, this is 1996. Was there an Olympics in 1996? In Atlanta. In Atlanta. That's the question. That yes, there was okay. in 1996. The Summer Olympics was in Atlanta, so, that's so it plan. makes sense that Corey wants is like, you know what? I should get a job. I'll go to Atlanta and hang out in the Olympic Village. Which, if you want to take talk about makeout camp, the Olympic Village is makeout camp. The Olympic Village is makeout camp. Yes, you've never heard of this? No. When the the Olympic Village, like where like the hotels and apartments that the Olympians stay in, the hookup culture is like out of control. <laughs> How do you know this? This is like well known. I know nothing. Well, known. you should just so, know like, this. By yeah, now. like it is like you go there to do the Olympics and like rah rah. This, like, this is like well known hookup place for the Olympians. Topic? Yes, yes, you go there to do your Olympic thing, but you really go there 
to for the hookup culture i mean it make it tracks that all these really physically mm-hmm. fit good-looking people are around other physically fit good-looking people need yes. to blow off some steam before they go kill it at the olympics yeah done deal right so if you're if you want to score go hang out in the olympic village okay well that go was go, that was Corey's plan but unfortunately yeah. amy and alan don't really agree with this they're like no that's not happening you're not you're not doing that um, and they're like, hey, Eric is still around. He's here for another week. You know, why don't you sit with us and listen all about what Eric's going to do on his two month road trip? Corey is such a little shit. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I don't want to hear about Eric's road trip. Like. All right, Corey. Like, I just feel like he's such a Debbie Downer in this episode. Eric is about to graduate and leave home for two full months. And like, you can't even get a, a little ounce of like excitement for him, Corey. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah. And like everyone in the family is really excited. They're like looking at a map and talking about where he's going to go. And Corey just wants to make it about him. Mm-hmm. And Eric's like, you know what? You're right. Like, let's talk about your problems yeah. instead of my my trip that that, because I'm I'm graduating like let's talk about you how much your life sucks how great your little park is like sure no problem here's the thing Corey's upset because it's boy meets world not boys older brother meets world and he's like this show has always been about me and now Eric is getting the spotlight and I'm not into it (laughs) yeah he's he's upset they start arguing and um Corey basically admits that he feels like Eric has always chosen others over him. He's like, you've mm-hmm. never had any interest in being my brother to start with. Like, why start now? You're leaving in a week. Right. Let's get it over right. with. Like, and whenever we did, like, we're supposed to hang out, you always ditched me. Like, yeah. you know, chose girls or your friends over me. And Eric's like, you know what? I, I don't need this. Like, I'm going to go. I'm going to pack my bags. Like, I'm, I'm like, I don't have to hear you like bitch at me. Yeah. I mean, I think this is how I would respond. Like, I mean, I think Eric is definitely doing the more mature thing, at least this at this moment and saying, like, I don't need to hear this. Like, I'm just going to walk away. Like, I don't need to have this argument. Like, I, in my opinion, I would feel the same way. It's like, I'm not going to have you like pee on my parade. That's not rain on my parade. (laughs) Peeing on parades is a very weird thing to do. I'm not that's um (laughs) that's that's at the end of the makeout camp. (laughs) The peeing on the parade. When you really are. That's when you've had too much to drink and you can't find a public toilet. Um, So this is how I definitely would have done things is what what Eric does. Um, But yeah, Morgan. Mm -hmm. Morgan offers to be Corey's friend. Yeah. Morgan's an OG. You know, you never forget the tea parties. Yes. Yeah. Um, But then she remembers that she has day camp. So she she can't be she can't be friends. So. Um, Amy's like, okay, Corey, let's talk about what you're upset about. As always. Like, like, let's, like, clear the air. And, you know, he's like, I'm just upset about Eric, um, about Topanga leaving. And they're like, I don't think that's it. I think it's because you're upset because Eric's leaving. And, um, yeah. And then Corey's like, you never sent me to camp. And they apparently tried. <laughs> he sent letters um, saying they were conducting medical experiments on him. <laughs> apparently they were. I sent. I didn't send letters saying they were conducting medical experiments, but I the, I went to like a sleepaway camp for a weekend, not even like a week. And what? I know I sent, I mailed, I wrote a letter <laughs> to my parents. How do you have time to mail a letter to your parents in a weekend? Oh, it didn't get you there. Came, it didn't. Yes, you came home and before. 
Yeah. Like, listen, the I was an idiot child. I don't know what else okay. I need to explain yeah. about this. What What was your letter about? I wanted to come home because I <laughs> I, I had never gone to like a, still? no, I can ask my mom about it, but I, I had never gone to a sleepaway camp before. I had always gone to like day camps. Like I went to basketball, like day camps. And so finally, like my parents could afford to send me just for like a weekend to this camp. Um, and I went and then I was homesick, but then I got over it like the next day and I made a bunch of friends. <laughs> so I but left. And you went home. Yeah. And then I went home after like two nights. It was a couple nights. It must've been like a long weekend or something. But then by the time I got home, I had a great time. So like, I don't know if they actually mailed the letter or what this, I can ask my mom, but yeah, I pulled a Corey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Poor thing. So yeah. So Amy's trying to console him. And she, you know, says, like, you know what? It's going to be okay. Everything works out mm-hmm. like it always does. Um, so then we have Eric is packing and Corey comes in. And, like, he's about to say something, but then gets distracted by the mess in the room. Because um, Corey's such a clean freak. And says um, his bed is a mess. And there's one sock on it. <sighs> Corey is just being a shit. Like, he is being <laughs> so petty. This is, like, when you're mad at somebody and mm-hmm. you, like, don't have a real reason to be angry with them. And so the minute they do a single thing that, like, is somewhat annoying to you, you leap on it and you just grasp onto that and use that as, like, your reason, real reason for being oh, mad. Absolutely. What a mess. The single sock on his bed is such a fucking mess. <laughs> Yeah, and Eric's like, you know what? I'm going to be out of here in a week. You're going to have the entire room to yourself. And Corey's like, I've always had this room to myself. It doesn't really make sense what he's saying. Like, I understand the philosophy of, like, we've never been friends. We've always been very distant. Like, I feel like that's it's better saying, like, even though we were physically in the same room together, we were never mentally in the same place at all. Um, Mm -hmm. We were never emotionally very tight. Um, but yeah, he's like, we never actually did anything because, uh, Eric, you always wanted to, you know, hang out with your friends or your girlfriends and you never wanted to hang out with me. Uh, where will you, where are your friends now? I'll always be your brother. It's like, I mean, yeah, fair. what, Jason's what gone. horcrux got a hold of Harry? I, I'm Harry. <laughs> a horcrux got a hold of Corey and is like making him a fucking grump and a half. He's awful. This is the most grumpy we've seen Corey. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So then he's like, you know, um, you're a terrible brother. I don't know. In a week, I'll be gone. I'll be the best brother you ever had. Um, Jason, who or Jim, or right? Whatever Jason's that little been brother gone is. for a while. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No him. I meant what's uh what's the last uh, Matthew's name? Oh, I don't know. Who cares? What's baby, ba- Josh. Josh. He Josh. doesn't matter. He doesn't. He, he matters. Um, and then he's like, I you know I don't need this anymore. Yeah, they argue I'm about going, some Mike yeah. Schmidt baseball which oh yeah is that the guy that has like the one-handed pitcher is that who that is i don't, I don't know it doesn't but matter yeah, they like start they, they you know Corey throws out a like a punch like they're physically fighting now well yeah he's so, no that happens because eric throws the ball out the window oh, yeah because he's mm-hmm. like oh it's my ball oh it's my ball it's my ball oh yeah is it your ball and he throws the ball out the window which honestly he probably hit feeney's house <laughs> 
At least the window's open. Like, Thank at least God. they're not breaking windows. Yeah, poor Feeney's going to find that ball in his garden in a few days. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Allen this is when they start up. fighting. And, yeah, Amy and Allen break, break it all up. And I, here's the thing. I've never, I think as I get older, I feel more and more, and I'm not a parent, obviously. We've talked about this many times. Um, but the older I get, the more I feel for Amy and Allen in some of these circumstances because, like, they walk in and they see their sons, like, physically fighting. And this obviously is not something that usually happens. Um, and poor, poor Amy is like, you know what? It, come on, guys. So we have one last week all together. Like, can't we just get along for this one last week as a family? You know, Eric's leaving and Amy obviously is taking it very hard. And I just feel for her. Like, she's like, every day, every minute counts. It's yeah. awful. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Eric says he's it, leaving It tomorrow. is very tough. I mean, if you're if you have two children that are constantly fighting, yeah. it's it's very exhausting. Um, and once again, I like I mean, this just feels like so real. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking of like some brother brother relationships that I know that are also three years apart with very similar arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like it is very sad, like for an older kid, they're just like, you know, they they have like I feel like older kids always have some sort of like independence to themselves mm-hmm. where like, you know, they want to do their own thing. And like, you know, it's not cool to hang out with your little brother sometimes or your little sister yeah. and younger children just like look up to their older siblings so much usually so it's hard like when they don't want to play with them um so like i i really feel for like this issue because it's i think an issue if you have a sibling almost everybody could relate to it oh yeah i think 100 percent doesn't matter boy girl older younger like no matter how many years there are between them i feel like this certainly comes up um and eric is just kind of like over it he's like i don't need yeah. any of this i'm gonna leave tomorrow instead and amy and mm-hmm. alan are like no 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 please please don't like we want this last week with you here like every day counts we had a good by a dinner planned and eric's like listen if you can move the dinner to tomorrow night i'll stay an extra day um and i really the other thing i like about this episode is it's so matthew's focused and so because of mm-hmm. that we get so much more amy and alan which i feel like we yeah, talked about they left the kitchen they left the kitchen they're in they this got episode to go to the living room and thank goodness i feel like they actually give solid advice too because yeah alan is like you know what you take the day and figure out what's bothering your brother and eric is like i've lived with him for 15 years or however many years I have no idea what's bothering him. And he's like, maybe that's the problem. Yeah. You have no clue what is going on in your brother's head. And you've shared a room with him for 15 years. You're about to but leave. But it's hard because, like, why is it Eric's responsibility to figure this out just because he was born three years earlier? Mm-hmm. Like, it shouldn't all be on Eric to, like, no, figure unfair. this out for him. Um, so it, it's very hard to be the older sibling because you carry that burden that you have to have it all figured out. Yeah, you have, you to, have to, to make it right. Move, yeah. You have to be the bigger person. Like it's it's a it's like you know a burden is maybe dramatic, but no, it is like 
it's something for you to hold on to like you have the responsibility to be the bigger person and sometimes it's just not fair for the older sibling to always make amends and I think that if not for Topanga and Sean also having other summer plans I don't think Corey necessarily reacts this way I think maybe he has just like a much lighter reaction like it's not as heavy-handed it's not as dramatic I think because he still has other options for the summer right but because it's all three of them leaving at once I feel like that's what kind of gives Corey this reaction of you know over the top um Mm -hmm. and I agree with you like I mean we we both know so Sarah is an older sibling I'm a younger sibling um I am four years apart from my brother. So kind of a similar, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're cut, split the middle of what Eric and Corey used to have between them and now what they actually have between them. Right. And that's yeah. where I land. And um, my brother and I are very different. We did not get along as, as, as kids. And even still now, we don't have like the warm and fuzziest relationship that some siblings do. And I think it was a lot of like the age difference. We were never in the same school at the same time. We had our own friends and I never felt like he liked me when I was very young because I think it's a natural thing. I I have a louder personality, right? A second sibling always takes away the attention that the first sibling gets. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I felt I related to this episode very much so because I remember when we dropped my brother off at college And, like, not that I didn't have the same reaction as Corey, but more of, like, unresolved feelings of, like, oh, wow, like, this is the last time we're all going to be living under one roof together, like, ideally or, you know, in a perfect world. Um, And, like, having that feeling of, like, yeah, do I really know my own sibling, you know? Mm -hmm. Because Corey and Eric don't really feel like they 100% know each other. Which is kind of strange, considering they've been living together for 15 years. Right. Or at the very least, they don't understand each other. Exactly. Um, But yeah, so so I like that advice from Alan, though. Like, figure out what's going on. And I think here's the thing. Like, I think they could talk to Corey, too. I agree with you. I don't think it's fair to completely put this all on Eric. I think Amy and Alan can sit down with Corey and be like, hey, like, maybe that's not the way to react. Like, take take advantage of this week that you have left, you know, instead of picking fights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I also see Corey's side mm-hmm. as well because, you know, he, in Corey's mind, he's tried and he's tried and he's tried. Yeah. And Eric's always rejected him or prioritized other things over him. So, you know, like, why is Corey going to try more? Like, why is he going to keep putting himself out there more and more to get just rejected? Yeah, when you get 10 years or more of rejection, you're certainly not going to keep trying to befriend your your brother, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, uh, and this is also, is this also where... Is this maybe it's later? I'm trying to remember if this is. Oh wait, no, 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 it's later on. Never mind. Um, so now we're, we're at dinner at Chubby's. Yeah, we're at Chubby's. Um, we see like Corey. What is Corey's doing? He's like snuggling. Um, yeah. Sean and Topanga and like swaying back and Sway. forth. Never that. let me go. Never let me oh, go. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, but they, you know, the family invited them to try to make you know Corey feel better. Yeah. Um, Feeney makes a little speech so and he, yeah, 
Um, Eric, earlier this year, is doubtful that you would even graduate, but you responded to the pressure, applied yourself, and not only grew as a student, but as a person. And I, for one, couldn't be happier. Uh, he also brought Eric a gift, which is his diploma, mm-hmm. his high school diploma framed. Everyone is clapping in the room except for Corey. He's just being a dick at this point. Like, it's just, it's like, yeah. there's no other way to put it. Like, and that's why I like this show, because it doesn't just give us the best of everybody. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has their moment. Like, Corey, who's the golden child, who we've watched for three full seasons now, we've never seen him like this. Where we And we've Mm-mm. seen him do things where we've criticized him and said, you know, that was wrong, whatever, whatever. But he honestly, he's just being an emotional asshole right now. Like, he's just, to, and here's the thing, like, this is, I've never been more convinced that Corey is a Leo in my entire life. Because <laughs> he, like, he puts the fucking spotlight on himself here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Alan wants Corey to give a speech. And Corey's like, I don't want to. I have nothing to say. Nothing to say. You know, Eric's like, you know, I didn't think I could do this without everybody in this room. And, like, the people that are in the room, it's, like, Feeney, Eli, Turner. His parents, Morgan. His parents, Morgan, Corey, um, obviously Corey, but, like, Topanga and Sean as well. And, like, some, like, unnamed yeah. people in the corner. Um, so, um, but, you know, this diploma, which signifies my intelligence, belongs to you as, as, it, as much as it does I. And um, me. And he's like, I got you, Feeney. I already included yeah, you. Yeah, I, I included you, Feeney, that you were part of that mix. Yeah. Um, so then Corey's like, okay, I'm ready for my toast Ugh. now. I've decided. Such a Leo moment. Such a Leo moment yeah. here. Yeah, Um. To my brother, Eric, who's moving out and not just for four years, probably forever. I don't even know him. And now I probably never will. Fifteen years in the same room, Eric. Fifteen years. And he like shakes Eric's hand and he's leaving. He's like, I hope you have a good life. I really do. I'm sorry, everyone. And he leaves. This is some straight bullshit. Like this is a Leo move. And here's the thing. And here's how I know it's a Leo thing to do. Because, first of all, spotlight's on him, right? Like, he gets the attention. He gets to wallow. He gets to sulk. And he gets everyone's eyes on him. And the next day, he's insanely embarrassed. This is a Leo thing. Because Mm -hmm. Leos love attention, but they like good attention. Like, that's the thing Mm -hmm. about a Leo versus, like, a different sign, is they don't want bad attention. They only want good attention. But sometimes they'll take what they can get. And so Corey wakes up with that fucking shame of the night on him, you know, just like <laughs> yeah. seeped in Embarrass shame. himself in front of everybody. Yes. Um, and so like that is how I feel like this episode has confirmed for me. Corey is a Leo. <laughs> right no in the book. In my mind. Yep. Right in the books. Yeah. Um, so the next morning, Eric's like just finishing up loading up his car mm. and he's saying his goodbyes and. Amy's like, please, like, can I make you breakfast? Can I make you anything? Can I do anything? (laughs) Yeah, even pizza. And um, apparently Corey's missing in action. Like, he slept on the couch last night. He didn't even sleep in the room. Um, And he's not home. Like, he apparently went to the park to say goodbye to Topanga. Everybody is leaving on the same fucking day. I know. Corey, or Topanga, Sean, Eric, all leaving. Um, I know. yeah. Yeah, you know what? Uh, when people leave on the same day, they probably they they sometimes like are traveled together. Like one time, um, one time apparently. Well, this is not apparently. This is a sad story. This was like probably my meanest moment. Okay. Like 
in high school, never mind, I'm not going to tell you, never, yes, I will. In high school or middle school, I went on vacation with two of my friends and we had a fourth friend and she was supposed to move. Oh, you didn't, oh, so she wasn't going to be around for so it? So she wasn't supposed to be around, but like she was not invited, but it was a group of four. So like I said that I was like going to my grandparents and like they said that they were doing separate trips, oh my God. but we all left on the same day. So... Um, so bad. I feel so bad about this. Um, and then this other friend of ours that was, I was very mad about her for this. She told the girl that we're on vacation together. That's awful. So I came home and I was in trouble. Yeah. Yikers. It was bad. Very bad. So yeah, like if all of your friends are leaving on the same day, they're probably going on vacation together with that show. Everyone's going on a road trip with Eric. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Very suspicious. (laughs) When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Eric basically is like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't have time. I'm going to hit the road, you know, give him a hug. And Alan, I love Alan with this line. He's like, I'm go- I'll am hug Corey for you, but it's probably not going to make him feel better. Like you really should talk to him. You know, you'll never be the same brothers you were in that room when you when you move out. Um, and no, but you could be better brothers. Well, that's the thing is like they even say to Eric and Eric knows this is true that his friends and his girlfriends were more important to Eric than Corey was and Eric is like well there was always three years difference between us and you know he has buddies and girlfriends now and Alan kind of makes the point of like yeah exactly you have way more in common now three years isn't a huge difference now that you're 18 and he's 15 like it's you have a lot more in common and Eric's like oh yeah I guess we can be friends now (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah. So then he they, they, they say some sweet words like Amy says, like, we know you. Uh, that's what we want you to leave. But we know you're a good guy. We know you have a good heart. You always make us proud. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they say their goodbyes. You know, Alan's having like a hard time, like expressing his feelings. Just give some money. He just gives him money. <laughs> um, won't give him the gold card, though. No. Morgan comes down, gives Eric Fluffers the bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have a nice moment. It sucks that Corey's not around because this is such a cute, like, mm-hmm. family moment. And they all got a group yeah. hug. I love you all very much. And he, like, sneaks out while Morgan's upset and, like, leaves behind Fluffers. Yeah. Did you um notice that Morgan and Amy were doing, like, a very, they looked very emotional? Yeah. Oh, yeah. During this scene? So the reason being is that... um. They didn't know if the show was going to continue on with Eric. Oh, they didn't know if, like, Will Friedle was actually coming back for the next season? Exactly, for the next season. So everyone was emotional because yeah, they, actually, they, yeah, they thought did. that it could have been, like, their final goodbye. Oh, wow. So the reactions are real. That makes sense. Like, and I think, I feel like I felt that genuine nature of it, you know? Like, it did feel emotional. It did feel heavy. It did feel like an unusually... Uh, emotional, genuine moment for Boy Meets World. Not that we don't have those moments, but like this goodbye style is not something we usually see on the show. Yeah, um, yeah like you know, like like the Friends season finale where they're all like yes. hugging. Like there's a very specific like 
atmosphere. There's a vibe almost. to it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it would have been nice to see Corey here for this moment. But obviously he's at the, the, the park with Topanga. Um, they're on the swings. Topanga doesn't want to go. She'd rather spend the summer with Corey. He says, I'm completely secure. You're positive this is an all-girls camp. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but even if there's an all-girls camp, across the pond. It should be an all-boys camp. There's an all boys camp. There always is. Yep, there always there is. Always they have is. to like do lights at each other from across the way. Yeah, um, yeah. Sneaking out in the middle of the yes. night to the boys' bunks. Yes. Um. So yeah, he's like he gets fed more bread by this pigeon lady who's also there again. Um. Mm-hmm. And then of course Sean is also taking off the same day. And uh, so we hear a honking of Topanga's bus that's picking her up, apparently at the park of all places. And then we hear La Cucaracha, which is Corey's grandmother's car's horn. Yeah. But now it's yeah. apparently the Chetmobile. They use this bit more than once. Yeah. It's funnier the first time. It was, but I do love the Cucaracha song. Yeah. So yeah. I'm too mad at yeah. it. Yeah. We get some hugs. We get like the whole like boy handshake hug thing. Yeah. Where you do the when handshake do first think- and then you hug. When do you think boys learn how to do the handshake hug thing? Like, at what age are you taught um, that? Is that... 10. Remember when we talked about reproductive and you get split yes. up into <gasps> health That's classes? That's what they're taught during... Is that <laughs> what they're taught? The handshake hug. Yeah. Yeah. The funny because, thing like, is... All boys know how to do this, but when do they learn it? And why don't we get to learn it? Yeah. See, do you have this thing in your family? In my family, it is customary and not I'm not saying this is right or wrong this is Mm -hmm. just my family my extended family in our family men shake other men's hands women hug women and women hug men and that is always how it is you never see a woman and woman handshake it's always a hug yeah you know what I mean yeah like you it's just not done it's just okay yeah when is this taught it's unspoken it just happens it's unspoken so yeah yeah, exactly. Or like the kiss on the cheek. Yes. Like the men never kiss the men on the cheek. Unless they're like Italian and in the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know. Like, guys, like, please tell me when. It has to be when. in a health class or something. Yeah. I mean, like, Jess, next time we see each other, should we try the handshake hug thing? Mm, okay. Yeah. I'm down for it. A fist bump is sometimes, sometimes implemented. No, because I have rings. You can't fist bump with the rings. Oh, yeah. All boys know how to do this. It's crazy. It is. Uh, so, yeah, so but, they do that. And then yeah. we see Corey playing basketball by himself, like, taking all the spots. Yeah. He shoots. Like, this is why we don't ever see Corey playing sports, because he fucking sucks. He shoots. He, like, missed it by a mile. For Eric to catch it? Come on. Yeah, yeah. I thought you would be halfway to Jersey now. Well, I was, but then I realized I was going off to college and didn't get a proper goodbye from my brother, and he came back to say goodbye to Corey. And Corey apologizes that he's been acting like a shit. Yeah. You know, brothers fight. But Corey doesn't like it when they fight. No, he doesn't like it. And this is the dickish, most dickish thing. Okay. <laughs> this is insane. He stole the letter from Northwestern, Southwestern, East Coast, West Coast, California University. Yeah. He stole the letter because he wasn't ready to let Eric go. What a fucking dick. This is such a dick ass move to steal someone's mail. First of all, federal offense, Corey. Oh, let's to open it. 
federal. Maybe to steal it too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a dick move because you're basically leaving Eric hanging in the air, not knowing if he got into college. And meanwhile, like Eric has this whole trip planned. What the fuck are you going to do? Wait for him to call from a payphone and then be like, oh, by the way, like, uh, how, what the fuck, dude? I got your letter. It's a small letter. Might as well not come home now. Well, that's now. the thing is Eric doesn't even realize based. I mean, he's gotten how many rejection letters now? He should know what they look like. Like, yeah. Likers. So. Yeah. Yeah. There is no merch in that envelope. No. So he obviously doesn't get in. Um, and he's really upset. And Corey says, you know what? Take more courses over the summer. Like, reapply. And Eric says, you know, maybe I'll find a school closer to home. Um, and he, like, isn't going to go on the trip. He's like, it was supposed to be a celebration. And now it feels like I don't have anything to celebrate. Um, but this is and this is where Corey turns around. It took him all episode, but we're finally back to the Corey that we know and love. And he says, take, still take the trip. You know what I mean? You should still take it. You should still celebrate. You know, you're done with, I mean, still you graduated high school. Like it's still a celebration. Graduated high school. That's a big celebration. Yeah. Um, and then this is where it gets like so cute because Eric says, oh, well, I'll go first thing in the morning. And he's like, why, why not now? He's like, oh, I have to wait for you to pack two months on the road together. So cute. So cute. What an adventure. Yeah. To go on the road for two months with your brother. I feel like this is also, oh, though, very. Oh, the places they'll go. I think this is really risky, though, because if like you don't if you feel like you don't know what your you- brother and you feel like you're not friends with him to then go on a two month trip together, like you're getting close real quick, you know. Let them live. They need this to connect to each other and be better oh, I'm friends. Not saying it's a bad idea. It's now, risky. I do think that like they come back and then this is like next season starts where like Corey's really, really annoyed with Eric. <laughs> like he's <laughs> the lost start of it. Yeah, he like lost all like respect that like my brother's like the coolest guy in the universe yeah. and now it's just like Eric, you're annoying and stupid. Yeah, I've seen what you're like for two months straight. For two months, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this is so exciting. Like, can you imagine? They're going across country. They have places to go. So next, the end credit scene is that uh, Eric and Corey are leaving. They have their itinerary. Mm. They're going to stop by Virginia, D.C. Feeney wants them to go to Boston because William Daniels is from Boston. Um, He's like, yeah, like, maybe we'll go to the Cheers bar. Um, but Feeney's like, no, like Bunker Hill and or- mm-hmm. Old North Church. Gotta say, like, I've been to the Cheers bar. It's fine. Meh. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's like in like an, it's like in a weird spot. It's in a very it's weird like, spot. Yeah. It's like, it's an alley, like a big alley and it's kind of like tucked away. It's really packed as well. At least when I went. Oh, I didn't go in. I just passed it. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, there it uh, is. It was fine. Yeah. So, um. So, yeah, and then they're like, oh, like, we're on, like, a strict budget. Like, if we can make it there, we can make it there. And Alan, like, Forks you know. over more money. More muns. Um, Morgan's like, you're going to have a great time together. Um, and, yeah, so they're like, you know, that's it. Roads are calling. They say their goodbyes. And, um, and like, Corey, they leave. And Corey's like, are we really going to freaking, like, go to all these, like, Oh, because part of the deal is that they go see colleges, right. which I think is very smart for Corey to go see colleges yeah, he's if he's it's going into eleventh year. Yeah, but he's like, I don't want to go to colleges, and he's like, you know what? It's fine because we can go to all these beaches. Right? They have like a list of beaches that are all nearby these colleges. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Smithsonian. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then they leave and. 
Um, no, I think this was a good send off for season three. Like, I think it's smart to get Topanga and Corey back together on the penultimate and have this be the finale. Um, and I really like that we brought it back to just the Matthews were the central focus of this episode because mm-hmm. we haven't had a ton of like family stuff. It's been a lot of Eric and Feeney. And like, you know, more Sean stuff and Corey and Topanga stuff as always. But we haven't seen a ton mm-hmm. of Amy and Alan. And so I really like that that's where they went on this episode. And I really personally connected with this story. I mean, I think and I think that we have two seasons, well, three full seasons of content to back up the way Corey's feeling like this. Exactly. With what we exactly. Seen. I think this was very well thought out. I thought it was like a good setup. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we have been missing from the show. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was a great episode. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, do you want to hear like a little bit of rotten news, though? Oh, yeah. Don't mean to don't mean to ruin your your buzz. But <laughs> this is the last episode that we see Eli Williams. Really? He Why does do not I feel come like back he's so memorable. This keeps happening to us that I feel yep. like these certain characters are so memorable. We, we must see them all the time. And then they just like leave without any fanfare. Yeah. Eli only gets one up on uh, one season. Um, from what I've read, they felt as though he didn't really have a storyline. And they didn't give him one. It's <laughs> very true. They felt like he didn't really have a storyline. They didn't know what his place in the show was. So they. Let him go. They wrote him out of the show and we will not be seeing that's really Eli anymore. First of it all, is. like beyond yeah. the fact that there it's like a supremely white show, which we've talked yes. about, like beyond yes. beyond just that fact, um, we really enjoyed what Eli brought. Like, I mean, yes, he wasn't given like his own storylines much, but like we loved the fact that Turner had a friend. Turner had a fellow colleague that was younger it wasn't always like Turner and Feeney we enjoyed like Turner and Eli together and so it's like upsetting that they were just gonna like ditch him after that when it feels like did they even make an attempt at giving him a storyline no no they didn't no they didn't it is very disappointing especially because it's such a white show like the one person of color on the show I know I know it's it's extremely disturbing so we'll we'll talk about Eli some more um, in our season three recap, it is a shame, though, because I feel as though he was really, really needed. He was. It feels the same kind of thing with Minkus. It's like Minkus is gone. What the fuck? Eli's gone. What the fuck? It's like they keep doing this to us. It's very mm-hmm. I just I really liked Eli. I really liked his relationship with Turner. I feel like he was like I a fun too. character. And I feel like this season was like a good like setting the stage for turn or for for Eli. And we could have had more with him next season. Um, but that's disappointing. Um, but yeah, well, I'm sure we'll talk about him a decent bit in our next episode on the season three wrap up recap podcast where we just kind of go through all of our season three stuff. Um, but do we uh, do we get into the fashion hour? Not as we do. Not as many outfits to choose from because we just had one episode. Um, but we are starting things off with Miss Topanga, of course. Um, this is her outfit when in the very beginning of the episode when Corey goes, they uh back together, kiss, back together. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So she is wearing a um so on her on the bottom, it's kind of it was tough to find a good photo of it, but she was wearing like a light green, kind of like fluttery mini skirt. Um, but the main reason I chose this outfit is because she's wearing a denim vest that kind of zips up the front and she has like a brown chunky belt around her waist and a white 
t-shirt underneath short sleeve shirt underneath um she also has her hair in a super high pony with a scrunchie and i've started noticing in the last couple episodes she's growing out her bangs it seems because they're kind of pushed to the side more versus like right in the middle of her forehead she's going for more of a side bang look at this point yes 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 i i mean like love the high pony um her i like the fact that this vest zips like i feel like that's new and different yes I haven't really seen that before. Like, it's always buttons or, like, doesn't close at all. Um, Yeah, I think that this is a cute little outfit. Yeah. It's age appropriate. She doesn't look like she's, like, going for a business meeting. 100%. Yeah. Um, So love this one. Um, Up next, we have Amy Matthews. This is in her outfit when, um, you know, Corey and – uh, Eric are kind of getting into it a bit so she's wearing kind of like your mom jean style like a darker mm-hmm. denim but high-waisted with a chunky black belt she has a long sleeve red shirt tucked in and um, we see a lot of tucked in clothing in the 90s um she has like a, a small pendant necklace on and then her hair is kind of in her normal Amy style but she does have a red headband that's kind of like a patterned I can't tell what it is but like a red patterned headband um right uh, in her hair which is very 90s as well yeah look at this little outfit she looks so cute like I like her hair in this like um hair wrap headband thing mm-hmm. um I love red on practically everybody I feel like it's kind of like an underrated color it looks good on a lot of skin tones and I yeah. think that's why like it's just it's yeah. very like forgiving you know it is um yeah like this is like a solid outfit choice and then another red outfit, another red ensemble. Um, this is another Topanga outfit. So this is the outfit that she is saying goodbye to Corey in. She's wearing a light wash denim jean, kind of high-waisted. Um, she's wearing a white top that's kind of tucked in or cropped. It's hard to tell. With a red sweater over top that has, it's like polka dotted, like a cardigan. But it like has more polka dots, like the higher that you get up on it, if that makes sense to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's wearing a red headband. Her hair is down, long and straight. And then I spotted with my little freaking eye those mm-hmm. red goddamn cowboy boots again. <laughs> but this time Yay! they're not as obvious because they're tucked underneath the jeans. But she's wearing them. Yeah. Bitch. She is. I think this is such a cute outfit. Like, I love this little cardigan, like, and the matching red headband. I think it's adorable. The the sweater is like a little crop, too. It's like kind of a cute little look. And I don't know. We cannot get rid of the red cowboy boots. But can you imagine bringing those cowboy boots to camp and how much (laughs) you get ridiculed for them? Or or they'll get destroyed in the mud. Like, don't bring your red cowboy boots to camp, girlfriend. Rightly so. They're bad. Um, yeah. So what are you thinking for, for this Oh, one? goodness. I really like this Topanga outfit. I just think it's just, like, really cute. The 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 camp one, the one that the uh, the red sweater mm-hmm. cardigan. And, like, I feel like the, the pants look very, like, 90s. I think I'll go with Topanga Alrighty. for this. Um, and moving on to our Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for the most timeless outfit. We have three outfits to choose from in this episode, all in the blue range. I love how there's red for the Rachel Green and then yeah. blue for the blue yeah. gray for the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. Um, so first outfit I have is Amy was killing it with these outfits, I felt like, this episode. So this is her, like, going away party outfit. If you excuse the buttons, which I have, 
I feel like this is a cute I outfit. like the buttons. Okay, so you like the... Okay, so fun. Then, like, include the buttons. We have, like, yeah. a gray slate blue type of dress. Um, mm-hmm. Falls what appears to be, like, around the knee. It's kind of like a type of, like, a fit and flare, so it kind of flounces out. Um, she has, like, a cuffed sleeve. Um, and then it has, like, a, kind of like a V-neck, but with lapels. And then some black buttons going down the center. Her hair, just like normal Amy hair, but it looked, like, a little done up a little bit. Um, she has a necklace on um, and it's kind of like polka dotted, but not obviously polka dotted. It looks almost like it's a different fabric for the polka dots. So they're kind of modest polka dots, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this dress is adorable. I think it's like youthful, mm-hmm. um, but fun. And um, I think that she looks really pretty in it. I think it's a really, really cute dress, actually. I would wear it. That's how I know it's like one I like because I'm like, OK, I'd wear that. Yeah, I that. Yeah. Um. Up next, we have Eric at his going away party. So he is wearing like a medium wash denim jean with a brown belt. He has like <laughs> he doesn't have his iPhone watch on, but he does have a watch on. Um. And he's wearing like a light blue button down shirt that's tucked in. It's obviously not ironed, which probably should be. And um, <laughs> Eric, I think we talked about his hair once before where he got a haircut. This is, I think, my favorite Eric hairstyle in this episode. I think it looks yeah. good. It doesn't look as 90. It still has that 90s vibe, but it's not like a mushroom cut. You know what I mean? Like you could see somebody with this hairstyle now and not think too much of it. You'd be like, and eh, it's a little long, but it's not bad. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, I think that he looks really good. I really do like his hair um, in this. I like this outfit. It's a little like he's always preppy and he's always put together. Mm-hmm. But this is like the type of outfit that you would wear to a high school graduation exactly. party. Like you got to dress up a little. Um, but he's not like wearing like a jacket or mm-hmm. anything. Uh, I like that his sleeves are rolled up. It gives it more of like a casual feel. A dress shirt with a jean is always delightful in men's fashion. I think that he looks great. Yeah, I, I like this look. Um, and then lastly, we have Alan on moving day. He's wearing a light wash denim, kind of like his typical looking Converse shoe. And then a crew neck kind of like a grayish greenish crew neck sweatshirt really honestly gives me my dad vibes this is Mm. a a definite outfit my dad would wear I think the shoes he wouldn't wear converse but my dad literally owns sweatshirts that look just like this um yeah what do you think of this outfit from Alan he looks very comfortable he does I I like how this is like his like Sunday afternoon outfit where he just can be casual and just like chill out. Uh, He looks he always looks good. He looks good. Um, I like the sweatshirt. We we haven't like thirsted over Zaddy Allen that much this season. It's been, but he 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 looks good. He still me has vibes it. of like him cleaning or fixing the sink. Remember, oh, like I feel like it's yep. a very similar outfit, which I like because it's like realistic that cl- people wear the same clothing over and over again. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's why we always see Sean in the same t shirts over and over again. Yeah. So I'm kind of like back and forth between Eric and Amy. I like both of their outfits. Um, 
I guess I will give it to Eric because this is a Eric episode and I think that he looks really, really good here. Yeah. And I feel like it's not often that we credit Eric with some of his looks. So we we don't. Congratulations to Topanga and Eric for winning the final uh, Rachel Green Awards and Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for this season. Obviously, we will go through the winners um, and the losers of those next week on our season three wrap up podcast. Super excited for that. I can't wait to break it all down. I've really enjoyed this season. I can't wait to get into season four, which I know is like, I think, Sarah, you've said that you're like really pumped for season four. It has some really good episodes. Yes, I've been waiting. Yeah. I've been waiting. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So super excited for that. We have some guests coming up, so that will be fun as well. Um, I'm, I'm just excited that we're like, I mean, I think I looked right. We're are we halfway through? I think we're halfway through. Oh, no, sorry. Like midway through this next season, we'll be halfway through with covering Boy Meets World, I think is what I said, Um, Mm -hmm. which is pretty insane. Pretty wild. Yeah, that it's already I mean, we're a year into this and we're already, you know, almost midway through. Um, But yeah, I can't wait. Uh, Sarah, what else do we have uh, coming up for our listeners? Yeah, if you are a Dawson's Creek fan, we are um, just wrapping up season two. We did our Dawson's Creek season two wrap up. It's coming out on Monday, the 6th. Um, And then in addition to that, we are closing in on our poll uh, for Robin Williams month. We have 18 hours left at this moment, Mm -hmm. but... I would say that um, it looks like our two Robin Williams movies that we're covering in the month of September is Mrs. Doubtfire and Jumanji. There was a push for Flubber, mm-hmm. but doesn't look like it's winning this time around. I know. We'll always, we could always do another Robin Williams month, but I am sad. Yeah. I love Flubber. But I'm still very yeah. excited for those other two. So, yeah. So, um, we have some guests planned for that as well. Um, aside from that, we just celebrated our one year anniversary yes. and we did a 90s snack bracket. So if you haven't checked that out, please give it a go. Um, you can send in feedback at Chit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a website, just a reminder, where you can send in feedback there as well and leave us a voicemail, www.chit90spod.com. As for me, I will be on the Big Brother RHAP wrap up um, on Sunday the 5th. So um, you can check that out now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been out, but you know, you can still check it out. And even though it's like nearly a, you know, week out from being yeah, irrelevant. Big Brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, people yeah. can go listen and maybe they already listen. have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can find me at Sarah Ferguson. Nice. I have community building as always. Um, so give that a listen over at Post Show Recaps. Become a patron. It's a new month. It's a new day. Um, best time to join becoming a patron. The $10 level, you can be in the Discord, which I'm in mm. literally nonstop all the time. Um, you can always find me there. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm also going to be on the reality TV wrap ups for Married at First Sight. So excited to go talk about that show. It's one of my favorite, like more trashier shows that I watch, like 90 Day Fiance, Married at First Sight. I love all that nonsense. Um, so I will be on that this week. Um, so I'm sure I'll tweet it, retweet it, all that nonsense over at the Jess Sterling on Twitter. 
Um, other than that, I think that's all we've got for you guys. So send us in feedback. Send us in, you know, favorites, least favorites, favorite character, least favorite character, all that nonsense for season three. We're getting into it next week. Um, so we will talk to you all then. Have a good one, Just everybody. Bye. Shit 90 shows taught me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.